Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. And in three, two, and one. This week, this, 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 this week, this week, this, 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 this week. This week in Geek. This week in Geek, we discuss Wendy's, Project L, and Pokemon Day. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to another week in Geek with the Geeks of the Week doing coverage of weeky, weekly geeky things and, and stuff. It's it's late. I'm tired. I have been at rehearsals all week and my brain does not work anymore. Ugh. Kevin, how have you been? Are you uh, less I've, tired than me, I hope? Uh, Yeah, I, I've gotten... Uh, I go back to work tomorrow for Ooh. the next four days. That's usually, that's usually how it works, so... I'll get like Monday through Wednesday, like either very little shifts or very like minimal shifts. Um, and then I'll like work my ass off for like four days in a row. So that's mm-hmm. usually how it works here. Um, I'm pretty good. Uh, I got a lot of my manga in. Um, I'm slowly rearranging my bookshelf again, trying to catch up on some series, seeing if it's like worth continuing uh, and trying to plan some TikTok content so I could... uh. I could actually capitalize off the fact that I talk about manga, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, that that's that's what I'm doing. Um, just trying to budget and make sure I don't go broke. Uh, with that's with all these amazing things that are coming out. So yeah, uh, that, that's what I've been up to. What about you, Matt? How's everything on your end? Just rehearsals and sadness. I'm so tired of everything. Like, oh, also, I just today news. Um. These Zomnics are coming back together, so we're going to compete in another season of Overwatch, which I didn't honestly think we'd ever do again, but I'm excited to do it. So that's what's going to take up part of my Mondays now is is practice for that. Um, I also had started playing Borderlands again. I have it on the Switch. I don't have the original two Borderlands on other... No, I have Borderlands 2 on PlayStation, I think, but... I just have it on the Switch because I needed something to play on the Switch. Um, I don't like the controls that much. I think that might just be my settings, but I'm playing through the first one now. Um, so that's been that. Uh, what else have I done? I haven't really done anything else. That's pretty much it. Um, I did all. I, I mean, I did something that I was going to talk about, but I watched the uh, what's it called? Um, the Hunger Games movie, The Ballad of Snakes and Songbirds, because I was. Mm-hmm. As we reported last week, somehow that beat out John Wick and like Mission Impossible and Keanu Reeves and Tom Cruise and all those other action movies for the people's choice for the best action movie and the action hero of the year. Um. So after watching it, I stick with my original decision that I don't trust people to vote anymore. <laughs> I really don't. That, that there was barely any action in that movie. Like most of that movie is is um what's I can't I don't know the names of the the name of the guy actor, but it's like President Snow before he's President Snow. He's like Coriolanus is his name. So it's him and 
Rachel Ziegler's character, Lucy Gray Baird. Um, they just she doesn't go by Lucy. She goes by Lucy Gray the entire movie. She's one of those characters who goes by the first and middle name all the time. Um, but it's like the entire movie, it's just kind of them talking with each other in close proximity. So they're like always face to face or like standing next to each other or like laying on top of each other. Um, she doesn't even really do anything in the Hunger Games act section of it. She like runs away from people. She like crawls under things she crawls into an air duct she sprinkles poison here and there and that's it she doesn't have any action really whatsoever like the most quote-unquote action she does is vocal action because she keeps singing throughout the goddamn movie when there's no point in her singing there's really like once or twice we get it okay you can sing move on but no it's, she sings like five or six times and it's in, it's insufferable um it's just it's not a good movie like even in context of like what the genre is it's young adult it's the hunger games like even in context of that it's so poorly done there's like no reason to care about anything one because you know that snow eventually becomes president um two just because the characters really aren't likable like there's nothing to like about lucy gray baird and there's nothing like compelling about their relationship that they fall in love with each other, blah, 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 whatever. Um, I also like it's surprising how many like actual actors they got in this thing. Like they got Viola Davis and somehow she got nominated for best action uh, star and she doesn't have any action. She's like literally this crazy mad scientist. She doesn't do anything. The most action she gets is she stitches somebody up when they need stitches. That's it. That's all she does. You've got Peter Dinklage in this too, which how did you get Peter Dinklage in this? Um, there are some other actors whose names I do not know, but like you've seen them before. Like I think one of the guys in um, Pacific Rim, who's like one of the scientist dudes is in this too. Um, but I just, the fact that this beat out John Wick 4, which is like, one of the better action movies I've seen in a long time. Um, it boggles the mind and it makes me lose faith in humanity. Anyway, moving on to the actual stories of the week. Kevin, um, you've been to like Universal Studios or like theme parks and stuff like that, right? Yeah. You know how you can like smell some of the rides sometimes and like if it's like the 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 three the 4d rides where like you're moving and then you can you're watching the thing in 3d you know yeah, sometimes they, they like, add in like spray you sometimes with like some orange zest or something right right like in the shrek one you can kind of smell the swamp in like the simpsons one in universal you can like mm -hmm. smell baby powder at some point things like that yeah um how would you like to do that for your video games I think it depends on the game. Uh, clearly, like the the humidity in like something like Borderlands would be insane. Mm -hmm. But like, I mean, if it's like a restaurant game, like Overcooked might be pretty interesting, or like any plague farming innocence. simulator. Plague innocence. Oh yeah, plague. Smell plague those rats. Smell, smell terrible. <laughs> okay. Um just before i get into it is like so obviously like food games like overcooked would be great to smell 
Is there any other game that's like not a cooking game that you think you wouldn't mind smelling? I wouldn't mind smell. Uh, I feel like most of it is either like atmospheric for the sake of it. Like just it, most of the ones that I want to name have some form of cooking in it. Um, Okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> fair. I guess like, I mean, I, I would like to smell like, uh, what do you call it? Like coffee talks. Like that game would be really chill because it's like just the the chill like smell of like rain on concrete. Yeah, yeah. Uh same thing with like Valhalla. That that's kind of the same reason why you know those like bar sim games kinda kinda have that vibe. Um Mm hmm and then I think any any farming simulator game would also be really, really nice. Just being able to go out there. As long as they don't shoot actual pollen into the air, I think we'll be fine. All right. Um, so the reason I, I've asked you about the smell of vision in gaming is because that is actually possible now. Um, there's a new product out there called Game Scent that uses AI to release a scent that correlates to the gameplay on your display. Um, the company Game Scent. said that it is it's got a patent pending adapter that allows the device to use real time audio cues to dispense a scent um that corresponds to what's going on while you're playing currently the device is compatible on PCs consoles and VR and can plug to either an HDMI or an audio jack um it, it what it uses to do that it's kind of just like any old scent dispensal thing so think of like your um your Glade scent things that just puff into the room every now and then. But it uses like these cartridges to quote, keep the sensory adventure going. Um, but it also thankfully has a clean air neutralizer that will like clear the air after your gaming session. So you're not smelling the same thing throughout the day, which is, is I think a good feature for them because smells can linger for a very long time. And like they'll get into your clothing, into your furniture, and no one wants that. Um, but initially, the scents that this comes with are gunfire, explosion, racing, cl quote, clean air. So that's the dispenser, storm, and forest. And in the future, they are planning on releasing sports arena, blood, and fresh cut grass. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, President Casey Buns, who's the president of this company, said studies have shown that the normal sense of smell imprints in long-term memory more strongly than anything else with Game Scent. We're hoping to elevate gamers' experiences to be more exciting and memorable than they
Yeah. Out of all the scents, I, Kevin, what do you think is going to be would be the most appealing to you? Um, and what scent would you like want them to bring in? Um, I I think obviously like fresh cut grass is probably like a really solid one. Yeah. Um, like the smell of like rain, uh, the like storm. As long as it's not like too musky, I think it'll be okay. Um. I'm just waiting for the meme sense. I know, I know, y'all <laughs> out there are, are thinking about it, and I'm like, the if you the smell of Tifa Lockhart is not going to be a thing. Oh Dude, my god! Don't don't ask for it. Didn't it's they just happening. like give her a new bikini in the remake that's coming Something out? Or, like, like that. Make her boobs bigger because people yeah, wanted them to be. Exactly. I was reading about that online. I didn't know. Like I've never played the game, but I know people were like in a tizzy because they changed her uh, her bikini to be like sexier or something like that yeah like i've never played final fantasy so i got i got my good fair share of like people talking about it so just like well, what have they been saying people are like oh well, they they changed it a little bit here's your fan art and i'm like okay <laughs> i didn't ask for it but all right uh i'm waiting for like immersive like obviously they have like gunfire and explosion mm -hmm. but I feel like another like another meme set would be like the smell of your opponent and it's just like ass uh like the sweatiest gamer scent that you could ever think of uh or it'll just be called like con aura or something like that uh just for the memes that would be pretty bad um but yeah I don't I don't know what else you would you would add to to this like I guess if you're going for like massive immersion, you have to just figure out like what is most common and what would what would work, you know? It's um, stink and fart. Yeah, exactly. It's it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be terrible. Like most of these games that you play, you're not there to to smell them. Uh like Call of Duty would be pretty pretty bad. Uh like besides gunfire and explosion, it will also smell like corpse. Yeah. Uh, well, there's the blood and then there's the uh gunfire and explosion. Yeah. How does gunfire different from explosion? What does racing smell like? Just burnt rubber and, and sweat? Maybe. It might just smell asphalt? like asphalt. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like I don't know how popular it would be because it's only something that you can experience when you're in the room, right? Right. Like right. it if you smell it like out of context, you're just like, I don't, I don't get that. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Um, but yeah, like I'm, I'm looking through my steam library. I'm trying to figure out like what would, what would even like work here, you know? Um, but it, yeah, it's just kind of tough to figure out like what exact smell would be even pleasant. Like what game would you buy to like match a scent like this, you know? Right, it's like very specific to certain yeah. things. Like, I don't think you'd ever want to do this to a horror game. Like, playing this with Resident Evil Village, Biohazard. Maybe... Oh God, yeah, that's that's so the worst bad. one. Biohazard. Oh God, I can't, I can't imagine that. Yeah, that would just, that would just be such a bad idea. And it's like, at oh. what point does like the novelty of this wear off? You know. Yeah, exactly. Like I you spent a hundred 
170 bucks to like get well, it's some 150 vibes. right now for for now it's 150 yeah. but and I'll, you have to also think you're you have to rebuy the cartridges when they run out yeah. is it like a printer where it's like if one of them runs out then you can't use the entire thing and you have to buy all new ones it'll probably make you do that oh god that's, that's such a a waste of i just think that they the uh the neutralizer scent should also have one that like gives you an option to just make a regular like room scent as well like mm-hmm. if it doubles as a febreze thing then you're you're set like yeah i'm trying to look down and see what like the replacement cartridges cost it's not showing me anything it's just showing me the base product oh i was trying to i was mentioning like would Mario Kart might be an interesting one with like the smells idea because it just depends on like where you end up going right right like I mean like Dolphin Shoals might smell like pretty chill so so would like Coconut Mall if you could somehow like recreate the smell of like popcorn and stuff like that maybe more Mm -hmm. immersive but it's like you would have to have a fan in front of you too so it just whiffs it directly into your face but It'd be interesting. This is just so gimmicky. It's yeah. funny, but it's it's. I don't think it's worth the money. To be honest. Yeah. I, but I I could see the appeal for like parties or something if you're like doing a food one. Like that's that's the one time I could think. Like if you're primarily a food gamer or a cozy gamer, like if you just want to like chill. Then Mm -hmm. I can see it like how some people like put on ambient noise or whatever and just like hang out with Animal Crossing. I can see that. But even then, like you're paying $150 to just do what? (laughs) What other kind of yeah? But is it also like people who buy the at some point? No, well, no, because that's more performance wise. I was trying to I was thinking about like people who buy like the steering wheels and like gaming rigs. For, yeah. for like racing games and things like that, but I mean that's at least like I th- I think that's that's kind of different because you're actually like driving and it f- it's more involved than just sense. It's less gimmicky, I think. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Um, we, we talked about food a little bit. Want to talk more about food, Kevin? Sure. Food is good. Food is good, but not when you have to pay more for it just because it's a different time of day. Yeah. So, um, Wendy's is was uh, still is I think, um, planning to do an an quote Uber style surge pricing, where the prices of their food fluctuate based upon demand. Now, before I go further with it, Kevin, what do you think about that? Whack. <laughs> Just make your food the same across the board. Yeah. So the initial story is when this came out and then things have changed in the couple hours that since this story has been released, but initially what was reported and what Wendy's was kind of talking about was that based upon like, and this is using like $20 million high tech menu boards that change prices or, or deals or menu items in real time um, without like having to have people go out there and like, physically change what the menus look like or or like alter the 
software in any way that really incurs more overhead cost. But initially, it would this dynamic pricing model, which exists in other industries like um, Uber, as we mentioned, um, airlines or like happy hours at restaurants and bars. Um, the dynamic pricing model could change the cost of a meal, whether the um, depending on like how the the time of day, whether or not it was an in demand item, um, things like that. Dynamic pricing would allow Wendy's to be competitive and flexible with pricing, motivate customers to visit and provide them with the food they love at a great value. Um, we will test a number of features that we think will provide an enhanced customer and crew experience, said a Wendy spokesperson. Um, but initially just, it seems so strange that based upon like whether or not something is more in demand for like a convenience item, like a burger, you would have to pay more for it just because other people are ordering it or if it's like a hot time of day, like lunchtime or dinner time when more people are going that you would be paying more. Although later on, Wendy's had to, con to, to walk this back and confirm that they are not doing a quote surge pricing model, like specifically Uber does like how with the surges of when people are trying to get more cars, they, their cars will cost more. What they are, trying to what they're more calling this is dynamic pricing as opposed to surge pricing um a company statement said this was misconstrued in some media reports as an intent to raise prices when demand is highest at our restaurants digital menu boards would allow us to change menu offerings at different times of day and off offer discounts and value offers to our customers more easily particularly in the slower times of day wendy's will not implement surge pricing which is the practice of raising prices when demand is highest this is not a change in plans it was never our plan to raise prices when customers are visiting us the most so, so a little bit of a kerfuffle here. Okay. So I can go to Wendy's and, and not have to like worry about paying way too much for a Baconator. Probably not. Um, Yippee. I mean, it still opens the window for this to happen eventually. Mm -hmm. It like on paper, it makes a little bit of sense to me because it's like if they're trying to say they're not selling a bunch of baked potatoes at this and, and it's not been like consistently selling for maybe a couple weeks what they could do then is like put the baked potato more prominently on the menu and like put a discount on it or something um mm -hmm. and they could just do that in real time with this software this new menu board which i guess is the main thing that they're trying to do is they're trying to like implement these menu boards in like 6,000 restaurants. Um, but I feel like that's just, that makes it more complicated because when, when you go to a fast food restaurant, you typically know how much you're going to pay because you've been there before the price stays the same. Um, it's an in and out, very quick transaction with this, what this is doing. I feel like it's just making things more complicated and slowing people down because now you're seeing like you're trying to look for the menu item you want. It's not showing up on this board because they're trying to push other items and that's not what you want. Um, people are looking at like these newer prices and it changes what they were going to order because now they have to think, oh, maybe this is a better deal, which slows down everything and just makes it, it just it makes everything 
back up, which is going to cause more people to like the lines to expand. Um, it just, no, people don't go to fast food places for technology and mm -hmm. to complicate things. Yeah, like we, people, we go to a fast food place just to get food fast. <laughs> That's what they're called. Oh my God, it's like it's in the name. Yeah. And I, I feel like, like, at least initially, this before the, the clarification was issued, a lot of people are like, okay, I'm just not going to go to Wendy's then, which I think is mm -hmm. what all of us would say. Like, I don't want to pay more just because I'm going to a restaurant when other people are going. Like, at what point? would you determine that the line is long enough to raise a price or something like that? Um, but also that this is just like, I, I think this is a, it's well-meaning, but like, I think they underestimated how people, how much people value convenience and consistency. Like theoretically, you're trying to save people money and like move product that isn't selling as well and like offer people deals as incentives. But like people don't, need that if they want an incentive they'll just like download the app or they will like use a coupon mm -hmm. it, it's not i don't think this is going to work um, yeah but i mean if maybe they force their customers to which like growing pains they might lose some customers if they force this on people maybe eventually it'll catch on it's kind of like how i i think that game companies are forcing digital onto a lot of us and like if they force it and the industry forces it and just slowly like phases things out like the old way out and leaves us with no option then we kind of have to adopt it i think that's mm -hmm. the only way that this could really catch on is if ev all the fast food companies leave us without the option yeah but we don't want to give them that option no we absolutely do start. not I, I I like my consistency when I go to a McDonald's and a Wendy's. I don't I I just give me the biggie bag and let me go, please. Exactly. And that is it for me this week. Not a lot to talk about. It was just a kind of a slow week. Also, maybe I was just tired and not paying attention to what was on the internet as much as I usually do. Um but Kevin, take it away. Tell us about the weeby side of the internet. Yeah. Um there's quite a quite a couple of things that I want to I want to talk about. Um, the first thing I do want to talk about is Project L, uh, which is the League of Legends fighting game that has been in development. Um, it is a two on two fighting game. Uh, they've been hinting at it for a while. We don't know what it's doing exactly, um, but now they officially gave it a name. It's called Two XKO, which honestly is is a mouthful. Um, <laughs> And uh, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be really tough for a lot of people. People are probably still gonna just call it Project L, um, just for the sake of simplicity. Um, but yeah, they are they officially gave it a name. Um, people are looking forward to it. I don't know if I'm gonna play it yet. I'm not really good at fighting games in general, so uh, I think that a lot more people are going to like if you're in the fighting game scene. I feel like this is another good opportunity if you want to go ahead and take a shot at it, but. Uh, we'll see how it's received by the public and how people uh, really, really want to get this stuff uh, underway and uh, certain developments that they're looking at, you know? Yeah, I feel like with fighting games, unless you're like competitively in the scene or you're like actively working to unlock things or like there's a, a an involved story or adventure mode, 
I feel like they tend to lose steam and like lose interest very easily, at least for me. Like when Mortal Kombat 9 came out, I was so involved on in that game. I I sunk so many hours into that cuz like I enjoyed it and I was trying to like unlock everything in the crypt. Um same thing with Super Smash Bros. It's like you have to unlock all the characters. So you sink a lot of time in that. You play through like the adventure mode when they have it or like the story-esque mode. Um, besides like playing it with friends or just like as a as a very quick chaotic way to wind down or just have some fun um but like i feel like in especially with the more recent f uh, mortal kombat games or like fighting games that i've played it just feels like a chore to like stay involved in it like mortal kombat's trying now with its seasonal content i think they mostly lost me when everything was back in the microtransaction live service era of gaming, which thankfully I hope is is dying now that we've seen so many games who've tried that fail. Like most recently, Kill the Justice League failed, but like back when Injustice 2 came out, they changed their whole format to be microtransaction With Same thing with um, Mortal Kombat 11 was atrociously dependent on microtransactions so i think that like killed a lot of the momentum for casual fans but now it's just like i feel like it's hard to have that same sort of excitement like i'll play when a new dlc character comes in but mm -hmm. that's really it, it unless you have people to actively play with you like if you're at a, like a party or like you have siblings to play with it's it's hard to stay involved yeah i totally agree it's like with with fighting games you want to feel like it's fun for everyone um obviously you want to reward your like esports scenes for like giving them you know like a more competitive angle but you right. also want to like appeal to the casual fans as well mm -hmm. um that way people could just you know have fun or like whoop on their smaller sibling you know that that's usually that's that's the reason why you get a fighting game in general but true uh we'll be keeping an eye out for project l or 2xko now um, we have to find a new shorthand for that. That is way too way too long. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll be keeping an eye out for that. Uh, we'll see what league, like what Riot as a company does to kind of promote it as well. Um, usually during like a release of another game, they'll start like dropping hints in either other games, or they'll start like, uh, like creating like essentially like a promotion, uh, for like playing the first like couple weeks, maybe like a couple cosmetics for certain games. Uh, most likely league in general but um if if it does leak into other sides uh we'll go ahead and take a peek at it mm -hmm. also when you said everybody wants to win just when i was playing this because i would usually like whoop on my brother when i would play this yep. <laughs> i would i would intentionally lose some matches just so that he would keep playing yeah <laughs> just he, so he wouldn't get bored <laughs> exactly uh yeah, let's go ahead and hop on to something that's not on the docket. Um, something that literally just popped up on my feed. Ooh. Um, so uh well, the thing that just popped up for me was Arc System Works, who is the people who create uh Blaze Blue, uh Guilty Gear, um, and Grand Blue Fantasy Versus and Under Under Night Birth, essentially all these like really big fighting games. Um, they just announced, I think it was like only a couple is either a couple days ago or yeah a couple a couple days ago they announced that uh they are going to be starting a world tour uh for their music um hmm. so uh 
it's gonna happen i believe yeah the so it's just written out here um it will be uh on march 21st through the 23rd um they will be having essentially the artist who is responsible for the music for guilty gear strife grand blue fantasy versus rising and uh night uh, under night in birth two um that will that will also be there so not only is there like a it's it's part fighting game tournament dude they're gonna have the games there but also they're going to have a have a uh like a concert for all the music um so yeah a lot of people are keeping them keeping an eye out for that um want to if you want to compete feel free to sign up as well um looking forward to all of, all of that as well so uh if they do happen to have like more music and stuff uh we'll go ahead and see what like what stuff they might give out um i personally love the soundtrack to like guilty gear strife is one of those games that when you listen to the music it's like it's over the top it's intense it's fun um but also it's like perfect for a workout playlist so if you're like ever like if you ever want to work out to like the the sickest like metal music possible uh just just look at the just look at the guilty gear lineup you'll you'll definitely get something cool out of it um so yeah uh looking forward to that we'll see what the uh like what exactly is going to come out with it and who's coming out um but yeah uh we have that let's see okay back to the docket paper here we go um yeah uh we let's talk about Actually, actually, uh, Matt, do you want to talk about McDonald's? I forgot about this earlier, and I just re remembered it now. Talking more about food things, Kevin, anime, Japan like tends to they kind of copy certain American brands in a way that is like recognizable, but still like not legally suable. Correct? Yes, it, it's I mean, uh, it's mainly because they have a um. What is it? In Japan, their copyright laws are a little bit different. Um, essentially, as long as it's like well known as a parody of something, um, you're allowed to just like flip a letter or like change a couple things. Um, mm -hmm. Like S Starbucks and McDonald's are the big ones. Um, we've had McDonald's. Uh, we've had you know a stand bakes for Starbucks or uh, what? What is the other one? Star. Uh, not Starbucks. Uh, we've also seen Sandbucks. Um, it just depends on like what what it is. Um, but yeah, for the for the most part, you can get away with a lot of copyright stuff in Japan just because like their their copyright law is like really lenient in terms of like parody. Yeah, I mean we see it also in like shows in America too. Like if you ever watched anything like iCarly, they have the pear pad things like that like it's it's a clear parody on something that actually exists and is a real brand um but McDonald's apparently is copied all the time as Wookdonald's in anime and manga yeah so coming well i mean i guess starting when is it starting it's out now oh it's okay it's, it's, it's out, out now, now. It's out now. Oh, it's going to last through March 18th, but it's out now. So some McDonald's is in, I guess, the world, everywhere, are changing to Wookdonald's because they are doing a collab with like, 
just anime in general. They're paying homage to anime, and they're releasing a new McDonald's sauce, which is savory chili for their um, chicken nuggets. They're releasing exclusive anime and manga now through the 24th of March, and they have a an in-app game called Signature Move in, or not in-app, but like a, a Signature Move special area in Fortnite. So it's very, very interesting. What is the, what is the, uh, oh, it's a, it's a McDonald's isekai is the, is there, um, in a main manga. So speaking more of isekais, Kevin, but, uh, what are your thoughts as the, the bigger anime manga fan between the two of us? Uh, I, I think it's, I think it's kind of cool. The collaboration. Um, I, I think that a lot of people are going to collect it just to say like, oh, this was a phase, um, that they, that they had for real. Um, V Flight has already tried the food. Um, oh, he has. He, it, he's like it's pretty much the same thing. He said uh, the sweet chili sauce is is okay. Um, mm. If if you guys want to try it, feel free to do so. But um, oh. yeah, uh, I think that this is like a really cool like nod to the fact that you know McDonald's exists. Um, and if McDonald's is going to be like okay, yeah, let's make the parody of our own stuff. Let's go ahead and call it. Um, it's just kind of cool that they're like self-aware of all this like anime like meme stuff even um so right. i do think that it's it's kind of cool i like the bags that they're giving out it has like one of the panels on it um mm. so if okay. you do happen to come by a mcdonald's make sure to go ahead and grab like grab a bag uh look at it if it's not already like soiled with french fry gear you, uh, <laughs> you should be fine um, but yeah, I, I do think it's a really cool, like little collaboration they got going on. It's always like so much better when a brand will lean into and accept like the parodies and like the fan culture and like the copycat culture around them. And like, that's not to say to not protect your IP and your brand, but when people lean into it and like the brands accept it and just make it part of who they are, I always think it's more funny. As opposed to like Nintendo and Disney, which are like, stop that right now. Yeah. Anyway, back to our regularly scheduled weeb conversations. <laughs> yeah. Let, um. Yeah. Let's move on to some of the other gaming stuff that we got going on. Uh, Pokemon Day was on the twenty seventh. Um, Pokemon Day. If it, people who don't know, Pokemon Day happens every February twenty seventh. Um, that is the day that. Uh, the original red and green version came out in Japan, um, or red and blue for us uh, later down the line. But Wait, it was green uh, in Japan. Is green in Japan? Yes. Oh. Uh, so, so, yeah. Instead Why of why did that change? I have no idea. I think they called. I think they said like you know, turtle with guns on back, cooler for America. Boom, boom. <laughs> uh, I yeah. I mean, it worked, but yeah. Um. That's why, like, later down the line, we got fire, uh, fire red and leaf green. Um, but yeah, uh, red and blue came out for us. Um, and yeah, we we celebrate every day. Uh, for on February twenty seventh is their Pokemon presents. So, in other words, it's like a whole day where they just like announce Pokemon stuff and what's going on. Um, there's not a lot going on. Uh, that you know that I will one hundred percent focus on. There's a couple of cool things, a couple of things that are like, eh, okay, let's keep going. Um, for me personally, I, I play Pokemon Sleep and Unite. So in Pokemon Sleep, they're going to be adding the legendary dogs. So uh, Raikou, Suicune, and Entei. Um, you yes. can find them sometime during, I think, 
there's going to be a good sleep night, which is like a essentially like usually it's during like the full moon that if you get a good night's rest, you can get uh, more stuff. So legendary dogs, I think the event will start on the 18th or something like that of March. So we'll be keeping our eyes out for that. Um, I'm going to go in no particular order here. Uh, let's talk about Unite. Uh, we got Miraidon. I don't know why. Unite does this every every Pokemon Unite day. I'm gonna go off on my own game here, but every Pokemon day they release like a legendary Pokemon to like bring hype, right? Like it's kind of it's kind of cool, right? Mm -hmm. Like the first year we had Zacian, the year after that we had Mewtwo, like with the Mega Evolutions. Uh, this year we have Miraidon. Uh, the thing that happens though is whenever a drop like this happens, it breaks the game. Like Miraidon is overly like way too overtuned um and the other thing that i was excited to come back for i actually circled this day uh on my calendar hoping that it would bring me back into unite um they were saying oh we're gonna we're gonna put draft mode in competitive and i'm like yay i could ban the pokemon i don't want to see and like people can draft around it yippee um and then they dialed it back and said like oh wait do we do we say it's for everyone. No, it's only for people who are fourteen hundred and up, which is like the equivalent for for us would be like if somebody were in like masters or grandmasters, essentially. Um, and yeah, you you have to be in grandmasters to use draft mode. And I'm like, that's that's not cool. And then on top of that, they were like, oh yeah, also the EX Pokemon, the Pokemon that we said that you know you could only have one per team. Uh, yeah, we're taking that limit off. You could play however many you want in comp. So, yeah, uh, every comp game is Zacia, Mewtwo, and Miraidon, plus, like, a couple of healers and a support. Um, it, it's just garbage right now. Um, so, yeah, don't play Unite. If you're, if you're into Unite, don't play it. If you weren't gonna play Unite, uh, don't play it. Uh, wait, wait until they fix that. Um, the other cool thing, though, we did get a couple of announcements of newer Pokemon that are on the horizon. Um, one of them that I'm like kind of excited for, hopefully they make the game playable by then, um, is Felinx. Um, If you remember oh. Felinx, the little like uh, the centipede like uh, yeah. ace for Bea. Um, yeah, she's like we're, we're going to we're going to get those little like five five guys, five five guys, no burgers and fries, just five dudes we're really on a fast food kick on this people one. yeah uh it it's a really interesting like concept um it it's a considered an all-rounder but it is it's got like a couple defender like vibes to it which i really like um so yeah i'll, I'll take a peek at flank uh flinx we'll see if it shows up um and then uh the next one after that is going to be Severledge, um which if you don't know armorug or yeah, there's Armor Rogue, Severledge, and Charcadet um, from the from the newest Pokemon uh, series line. So, um, yeah, it's a ghost with swords. It's another ghost sword Pokemon. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see when that comes out. Um, Phalanx is supposed to come out in April. Um, Uridon is causing a terror right now. Um, so, yeah, uh, we'll we'll see if the game is playable by then. Um, the next thing that I do want to talk about is Pokemon Legends Z through A, Za, whatever. Um, a lot of people weren't expecting this, 
I wasn't expecting this. Um, I didn't play. Uh, I think this is Gen Five, right? Gen Five, Gen Five or Gen Six? It's the one with the. Uh, it's Kalos. Um, I, I'm losing my mind. Which here. one's Kalos? I, Which game is that? Yeah, I. It's the uh, it's it's the one with Greninja in it. I I gotta I gotta look at my thing again. Uh, is that black and white or? I think it's black and no wait no that's Curium and no so it's the one after that. Oh. Um, yeah uh pokemon gen wait which one was x and y x and y generation six gen yeah okay so gen six yeah yeah yeah. okay so that's pokemon x and y um it's called z through a because zygarde is like kind of the big like concept behind it i guess um and yeah it's it's another pokemon legends game which a lot of people thought arceus was okay um mm-hmm. it was a very different take on a classic pokemon game which a lot of people were happy about um but i i don't know if this was the play um a lot of people are like okay cool france zygarde interesting <laughs> um a lot of people were expecting johto um as as an option where it goes over um the lore of the uh the sky tower the one that burns down to give like uh-huh. birth to the legendary dogs right yeah um so it would have like went into detail there and a lot of people were also thinking it could have been gen 5 where it goes over um like the uh great pokemon war um that's black and white um so it would have like went back in time and talked to you about like when did this start how did all these how all this stuff happen and so on and so forth um so we're we're all kind of hitting big question marks uh for for pokemon legends z z through a or whatever they're calling it um a lot of people are like oh yeah pokemon pizza yay let's go uh but yeah uh we'll we'll see how this develops and how people's opinions feel about it um I don't know if this is the play, but if it does show up, we're also like a lot of people are like, okay, what are the new starters? Are we going to get anything different? Um, we'll be keeping an eye out for that. So, um, I yeah, mean, after Pokemon Legends, World, they had to announce something. Do you think they were ready yeah. to announce it or did they think, do you think they rushed it? Cause like if the game has been like announced, it had to have been in development for some uh-huh. time. But like with the popularity of Pal World, do you think maybe they pushed up the announcement? Which I why people could see prepared? how that works. I I could see that being a thing. Um, I just didn't expect Gen Six. That is one of the things that like a lot of us were like, a lot of us Pokemon people are like, hmm, question mark. Like, it's kind of like it's cool. Yeah, Gen Six is cool, but like, it it's not one of those ones that a lot of people are like excited to play excited to go back to you know pokemon x and y with xerneas and evil tall you know uh we'll see what this leads to because like the original one was like the like legends arceus talks about like the the origin of palkia dialga and uh giratina over the course of time and stuff like that it's kind of like the origin story of everything so that's Mm -hmm like a reason why you would do a legends game um for this one it's just like okay it's ancient france (laughs) like it is cool a lot of people are like are we gonna get like a pokemon equivalent of the catacombs like is that too morbid 
and we're like, yeah, I I don't know. I don't know what Pokemon's cooking anymore. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll, we'll keep an eye out for that. Uh, the last thing that I wanted to talk about from the Pokemon Presents um, is the new Pokemon uh, Pokemon TCG Pocket, or the trading card game Pocket. Um, this seems like a really cool concept. Uh, essentially, it's a, like, essentially it's a digital version of just collecting Pokemon cards. Um, every day, you get to open two packs, um, you could trade with friends and just like kind of build a portfolio um, of cards on your phone. Um, and then you just trade and you guys could like look at like the art and stuff like that. Um, one of the things that they were really pushing that I really think is a cool concept is immersive Pokemon card arts. So in other words, like it expands the card art even more than what you could see through like a classic frame of the Pokemon card. Mm -hmm. Um so you could it's kind of like a it's not an augmented reality thing, but like it dives into the card art um, has like a little cinematic with some of them. So it's kind of cool to see see that. Um, and then once again, you could trade with friends and, uh, you know, every every day you get to open two packs for free. So that's kind of cool. Um, Why is it giving NFT, though? <laughs> it, it is kind of giving NFT if you guys happen to put more money behind it, but it's not like essentially they're not putting a monetary value on being able to collect and like see the art of the cards um obviously what it will do later down the line though is like if you like a certain card art you're gonna want to get it you know on your on your own um but that would be on you at that point um i do think that like i think it's a cool concept of being able to like make the trading card game more accessible for people mm -hmm. um and you don't have to like shovel tons of money just to get like just to look at the art of it. And um, also, you, could just you get don't the have to store them anywhere. <laughs> exactly, they're all on your phone. Um, so I feel like that's really cool. Um, for Pokemon in general, so um, I'm kind of looking forward to that. I'll see how that plays out, but um, for now, I'm just sitting here waiting and like twiddling my thumbs, praying that Unite doesn't like collapse on itself. Uh because of the Miraidon patch um still scratching my head about legends uh and then yeah the tcg pocket is probably like the most like interesting part of that pokemon day announcement so um yeah really really interested in seeing how all this develops and seeing what pokemon what pokemon does uh kind of in response to the pal world hype um yeah I guess after that, let's just talk about uh, manga releases and things that we are we are looking forward to. Um, the The big week was last week, so um, the this these next couple of weeks are going to be really chill, really tame. Uh, not a lot to go over. Um, this week we have Blue Lock Ten and Shangri La Frontier Ten. Um, just some of these bigger uh, Kodansha books that if you're looking to go ahead and get, go ahead and get them. Um, Next week, though, we are heading into March, uh, starting next week. Um, we will be getting Blue Box 9, which if you, anybody is reading Blue Box, uh, we, we know it's getting good. It's very fun. Um, it's, a, it's a sports manga that's done by Shonen Jump. That's also their headline romance. So really good. Um, would, would 
recommend if, if you guys haven't started it. Um, the other one is Metalist. Metalist will be making its series debut um, on the 5th. And Metalist, I believe, won um, new up-and-coming anime or new up-and-coming manga in 20... I want to say 2022. Um, but it goes over a... Uh, it follows a Olympic medal figure skater who has a career-ending injury. Um and now is like teaching like this next up and coming like talent um to essentially like follow in their footsteps and like giving them mentorship along the way so um it it got a lot of really good reviews um it it won it won like best up and coming uh series award it's not giving so like a lot of people are like okay well yuri on ice all over again but it's mm -hmm. it's very much like um it it doesn't give like romance vibes um the the main character is very young i think she's like six or seven um and the and the main guy who's like the teacher is very like i it, he's like late 30s or something like that so it's mm. very like it's very much like a passing of the torch kind of thing rather than like, oh, I'm going to be your rival on the ice or whatever, like so on and so forth. But I think that this is just going to be another like interesting um, like series about figure skating and kind of that whole world around it um, rather than focusing on like drama and like, you know, jury on ice, <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, that's going to be it for the releases. Um, there isn't a lot heading into March until you get to the 19th, which I will I will for sure touch on when we get there. Um, but yeah, you, we could we could just kind of chill. There's not a lot being released right now. Um, and there's not a lot of pressure uh, in terms of buying manga. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I would recommend if you're looking for like a slower week, like now's the time to do it. If you miss out on any of them that came out on the twentieth, uh, make sure to go ahead and get them. Uh, mine came in a whole batch, uh, heading at the end of this week. So, um, I'm slowly cutting through that whole stack of books. Um, but yeah, the the rest of them is the majority of these. We're just gonna be waiting it out. Um, and and seeing what's going on. Uh yeah, that's about it for for this <laughs> for for the manga releases. Um, I don't think that there's any other like big news stuff. Uh, manga wise, um, I know that there was a new Yu Gi Oh art book that just came out. Um, so I might pick that up when I do go in on the nineteenth. Um, but other than that, it's it's mainly relaxed let your wallet recover before the 19th letting wallet recover and that's a concept <laughs> exactly <laughs> my wallet does not rest and i am sad about it um <laughs> let's see um what is your advice for letting your wallet rest kevin <laughs> Or attempting uh, don't, to at least don't spend too much. Uh, the, the easy now for it. Um, 
No, the the best way how in my opinion is like I usually budget out how much I'm gonna spend for the week. Um, or like after a certain paycheck, I'll be like, okay, I get to just kind of chill and figure out like what I can what I can a lot to to the manga shelf. Um, those are a couple of big things uh that that I do at least. Um oh I, I also forgot to mention I saw uh perfect days in in theaters. Um it is a Japanese art film um done by Wim Wenders and it's just like a it's a really chill one. It's a really chill like um how can I describe it? It there's not a lot of drama in it. Um it really goes into the concept of kintsugi or komorebi which is the idea of um like it's the same concept as like silver linings where um through every like dark days there's going to be like a a brighter future because of it mm-hmm. um but like komorebi is the is the phenomenon of the sun passing through the leaves so when you like understand that concept of it you can say like um there's going to be darker days and then eventually there's going to be lighter days but every day is you know you just have to enjoy the beauty of every day because that's all we're promised you know um yeah live in the moment yeah yeah live in the moment enjoy every moment uh that's how it is so that's that's what i saw it's it's out in theaters right now it's shot in four by three which is another thing that like takes a second to get used to because not a lot of films shoot in four by three. Um, but yeah, it, it's a pretty movie. Colors are really good. Um, and yeah, would recommend it if you guys are interested in, in something that's not super high action, but just something that's just very like chill. Well, speaking of chill, I hope all of you have a very chill week. Um, yeah, I, I don't have anything else to say. My brain is collapsing in on itself. I'm sorry, guys. It's been a long week of rehearsals. But um, we will catch you next week. Um, yeah. Have a good have a good week. Stay chill. Um, go eat some fast food, but not if it's like surcharging you. And uh, take every moment as it comes. Uh, we'll catch you soon. Adios. Next week, we bring you the latest news and stories from around the internet. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to us and rate us five stars on all your favorite podcast platforms. You can also follow us on all social media at TwigPod, that's T-W-I-G-P-O-D. And feel free to send us any questions, comments, or any suggestions of topics you'd like us to cover. If you'd like to advertise with our show, please contact our network at Believe.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week in Geek. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.